Welcome back to the Bonewood Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Jared Shepard, along with Artemis Brower. We're coming to you this week with episode 54 and Artie. It is great to be back. We, oh it's goodness. great to be back with you. Um, it, 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 we haven't we haven't been doing as many podcasts as we'd like to here recently. Um, it, it's been it's been a hard time coming um, with, with all the stuff that's going on in in life and and everything else. And uh, already we we were planning on recording last week, but I uh, I got home from the beach. I went to the beach to visit family and. Come home, and my wife has tested positive for COVID. So, um, guys, that that is why we didn't record last week. Um, we were trying to figure out logistics. Life just got in the way, and we we just said, "Hey, why don't we scrap it, and we'll record next week." So that's what we're doing. So, Artie, pleasure to be back with you. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. Look, you know, life life happens. You know, uh, you know, the, the main thing is that your wife is feeling better. Hopefully she's recovering all right. That's the you know that's that's the main concern in all of this. The the podcast goes on the back burner, you know, when the missus gets sick, especially with this with this COVID. So uh, you know that's that's number one first and foremost. Uh, number two, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of forgot how to do this thing, man. It feels like I know the last time we did it, I said it felt like it had been two weeks. This feels like it's been a year. Well, since we, since we, well, yeah, it it. This, we're we're right now on like a week and a half at a time, and it it, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, and uh, it, it we're we're gonna get we're gonna get back on we're gonna get back on schedule. But yeah, it, it's one of those things that, especially in the world that we're living in, you gotta adjust and you gotta um, pick and choose your battles. And our, we just chose not to fight the battle of trying to put out a podcast. Especially, I I, I honestly already didn't think that it was gonna be as high quality as some of our others if we tried it um, last week just because right. of the circumstances and everything else going on in life. So, I mean, I, that's why I said, hey, let's just let's just not record this week. And, I mean, I, I think – I mean, there wasn't much to talk about anyways last week. So Right. I was, I was just going to say I think, it's not like we had that, that much. Outside of baseball, we really didn't have too, too much to talk about. So – and really, I mean, we're going to get into some stuff on, on episode 54. By the way, Artie, you know anybody that wore the number 54? How about Teddy Bruschi? You know, Teddy Bruschi was all right, but Brian Erlacher was way better. And so we're going to go ahead and <laughs> we're going to we're going to go ahead and say that this is the Brian Erlacher episode. But I'll, I'll give Teddy his credit. I'll, I'll, I'll give Teddy a little love, even though he was a damn patriot. <laughs> How many Super Bowls did Erlacher win? Hey, shut up, Jerry. Shut up. Shut up. Just he ask played, him. Just he ask played him. as if you – know, you know what? It doesn't matter because he's got a Hall of Fame jacket. So, man's got a gold jacket. Yeah. I mean, they give those things out like candy canes at Christmas. It seems I, like I guess, I, I guess so. I, I guess they do. <laughs> I guess they do. <laughs> How many Atlanta Falcons got those gold but, jackets? Man, I, I couldn't even begin to probably I, I couldn't even begin to try to count. I, I would say probably close to ten, fifteen, maybe. Is it that many? Mm. I was gonna be nice and say like three or four. Y'all, I don't y'all know. Might have, you y'all know, might have three or four Hall of Famers. 
I guess you, you put can me claim, on the spot because I, I guess you can claim Michael Vick. You can claim him. Uh, he'll probably Vick, be a Hall of Famer. Tony Gonzalez. Nah, Tony Gonzalez is a Chief. He's not a Falcon. Come on now. Mm, come on now. Come on now. Who else you got? You, I, All I, right. You, you can claim. You can claim Dion. I'll let you have Dion Sanders. He was a Falcon for like five or six years. Yeah. I, man, I I don't honestly I don't know, Artie. <laughs> you want me to be honest with you? I don't know. Well, you know what? And that how how many how many the how many the Bears have? I, it's a lot. It's a lot. It, the Bears got a lot. It is a lot, but they they have been around a lot longer than the right. Falcons. They, they've they've been around for so. damn near you know 120 years. So so yeah, but. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's get this thing started, and and uh, I'm sure all the all of the people driving and listening to us are ready to drive their cars off the road with how terrible we are starting at the, starting this it's, podcast. It's, this look, week. We're, we're we're a little rusty, okay? We're a little rusty. I just want the people to know we're a little rusty. We're getting back into the flow of things. We're not we're not physically looking at each other right now. We're doing this over a damn Zoom call, so you know it, it kind of feels like I, it kind of feels like a I'm doing. You what? I'm still in I'm still in quarantine. I'm not with my I'm not with my wife. She's got all my podcast stuff. So like, I mean, I'm recording using my AirPods this week. So right. I I forgot over, my over damn the phone. laptop. So, but you know what? We digress. We're like, we're like the band in. of misfits. We're we're the band of misfits this week. But it's, it's all y'all good. wouldn't have it any other way. We persevere. Into it, our 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 faithful are still here. They're listening strong. But, Jared, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Let's get into the show. Let's get into what people came here to see. Let's talk a little ECU basketball. There's a little Joe Dooley rumor that I honestly had no idea about, and I kind of want to pick your brain on that. Break break this down for me and the people. What, what, what was going on with Joe Dooley? So it came out that Joe Dooley was going to be headed back to Kansas, and, uh, I mean, where he coached under Bill Self, um, and joining that staff again, but um, he came back out and he said, "Look, I don't know where that rumor came from. That's not true. I'm staying here at ECU." So he's told all the recruits that he's staying. So I mean, now that could he could just be saying that and right. trying to save you know. face just in case. Exactly. But for the time being, Joe Dooley is still the head men's basketball coach at East Carolina University, and that, that, that's how I'm going to leave it. I mean, I don't have anything else to say about it. I mean, it, and look, uh, we, uh, it, it, it was a rumor. I was surprised to see it at first, but I was like, oh, well, makes sense. But at the same time, it, it didn't make sense on why, why he would jump ship because um, I – from what I was hearing, it was I don't think he was up for the head coaching job at Kansas. No, it, it, we're talking about Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah, yeah. No, Bill, so, Self, and Bill Self is still there. No, I was about to say Bill Self literally has to die before they consider getting somebody else for that job. That he, he Joe Dooley will never get that job. Nobody in the country will ever get that job outside of Bill Self until he retires or dies. So. so so, like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where that rumor came from. 
I mean, it just got thrown out there on the Twitter machine and people started running with it. Uh, see, this is this is why you can't pay too much attention in the Twitter. But I don't I don't think we, we you know, I live on Twitter. I, I know you do. I know. I know. And and I pray for you, brother. I really do, because that's where you get all your all your all your fake news. But <laughs> I don't I don't think anyone thought Joe Dooley was going to be an ECU lifer. At least I I never saw that. But I I, I do expect, you know, or I, I think that he has to at least have a successful season at ECU before he considers going anywhere else. Who, who the hell is going to hire him? when he hasn't even had a winning record at ECU yet. So, I mean, I don't – that, to me, was completely I mean, false. If somebody hires him away from ECU – if somebody hires him away from ECU, it's because of what he did at Florida Gulf Coast, not what he's done at ECU. Yeah, but that's not how, that's not how business works. It's, it's, it's more about what have you done for me lately. So, I, Joe Dooley is here to stay. He's going to be at ECU for a while. Then why does Rick Pitino still have a job? Because Rick Pitino is a great coach. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm kidding with you, but <laughs> I mean, all all the I stuff mean, he's been through and done. The only, the, Rick Pitino got in trouble because he was buying prostitutes for his players, not because he's a bad coach or he can't win games. That's true. That's true. But, but yeah, I, th- that that rumor has no legs. It got put out by somebody with a blue check mark and. People ran with it, and like I said, Joe Dooley, he came out, he told Mr. Brian Bailey um, that he was not – that was not true. He doesn't know where that came from, and he's still with the program. He's still going to be with the program. He's committed to the program. So, yeah, no need to worry about ECU basketball's head coach right now. Like I said, I don't I don't think he's leaving until at least he has a winning record, some some sign of life that he has brought this program into fruition at, at ECU. But switching gears from a guy that's staying to a guy that has already left and has found a new home, Jaden Gardner has chosen the University of Virginia as his next stomping grounds. That's where he will continue his basketball career. Jared, how do you feel about Jaden Gardner, Gardner going to uh, going to UVA, which is a great basketball program? I'm, I'm just glad he didn't go to NC State. He wasn't going to State. I think we all knew he wasn't going to State. He wants to win a championship. He's not, And like I said on the last podcast, he's not going to do that at NC State. Um, I, I honestly thought it might come down to Arkansas or Miami, but – I mean, he wants to stay close to home. Virginia, I mean, he can do that. So, I mean, yeah, he he, st- he goes to Virginia, goes up to Charlottesville, and uh, I I think I think it'll be a good place for him. He's gonna have a chance to make some noise in the ACC, um, and and make a run at a championship. I mean, that's still a very good team that he's joining. Yeah, that's 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 up, that's, in, that's, up that's in Charlottesville. That's my point. He's going to a team that just won a national championship a couple years ago. Virginia is one of the best basketball programs in the country. They have three to four or five stars a year. Do you think he starts right away? I mean, do you? Because to me, Jaden Gardner, he made that move to enhance his draft stock. So the only reason why he made that move is because he believed he could start right away and he could be in the national limelight. But doing that at Virginia, is is very different than doing that at ECU. I mean, you really have to earn a starting position on a team that has championship aspirations. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think he does have a chance to start right away. Um, everybody knows what he can do now. Can he do it against the ACC? I think right. so. That's different um, competition. I, I think I think he'll be just fine. I think so too. I think he's a phenomenal player. Like I said, I think this move that he made was to improve his draft stock. He's a kid that wants to go to the league. I think he's good enough to go to the league. Virginia will definitely get you to the league, uh, but he's going to have to earn it. He's absolutely going to have to earn it. I wish him nothing but the best. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited to see him. You know, I hate that he's not, you know, a pirate anymore. I hate that he's not playing for ECU, but I am excited to see him and what he can do up there for Virginia. and. Uh, Whatever their mascot is, I forgot the Wahoos or the no the Cavaliers. I want to call Cavaliers, them yeah. So the Wahoos, the Wahoos. Well, that, that, that's always the Wahoos. been their, their chant. That that's always been their chant. Oh, is that right? their chant? Wahoo. I don't know. Something like that, yeah. I don't know. I don't really care. The only time I cared about UVA was when we walked them off in the regionals. <laughs> Mr. Travis Watkins. But absolutely wish Jaden Gardner the best, and I, I think he definitely will, you know, have a have a pretty decent career up there, whether it be just a year, which he'll probably just only be there for a year and, and come out. Um, but I wish him the best. And another guy that I wish the best and also finished his best career finish on the PGA Tour, let's talk a little HV3. Let's, 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 let's get into a little yeah. HV3. Jared, t- talk to me about uh, Harold Varner III and what he was able to accomplish this past weekend. Yeah, so I mean, I know a lot of our listeners are are golf fans, and uh, yeah, I mean, HV three man, I, he he started out hot. He played very well um, at, at the RBC Heritage Classic. I think that's the name of the tournament. They all got different names, and I don't know. But uh, down down in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, and he played very well. He he came out hot. Um, and he, he kept that momentum all weekend long. Um, so I, I watched him all weekend, uh, kept up with him. And as I feel a lot of our listeners probably did as well. And, I mean, that that finish, I mean, it brought him up to number 73 in the official golf world ranking, which is major. I mean, that, that's um, massive for him. Yep. Um, if he, he's up to number 50 in the FedEx Cup standings right now, so which is also huge. Um, I mean, he's he's a guy that's tr- fighting to keep his card, and he now he's set himself up to really do that um, and, and get into the playoff at to get into the PGA Championship playoff and keep that um, top 125 ranking in, in PGA. So I mean. He set himself up nicely to continue on in the PGA. He's going to get that win soon. Uh, he's playing really good golf right now. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, you know, being a, being a pirate guy, being able to do this, putting on for the, for the pirate nation and putting on for the university, um, you know. And also, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be a little biased. Being an African-American male, seeing another African-American male have success in this sport outside of Tiger Woods. Um, it's very, very refreshing. I love seeing it. I, I, I like, uh, you know, I would like to get more of my black friends involved in golf, but they just, they just don't really care about the game, but it's all good. It is very, very refreshing to see it, and I love it. And I, and, you know, HHV3 is, um, 
you know, we want him to win one of these things. I think he's going to do it. Um, he'll 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 get him he'll he'll get himself a PGA Tour victory at some point. Um, but to see him, you know, tie for second in this weekend's tournament and kind of just creep up the ladder, you know, to be a top 75 player in the world, to be top 50 in the FedEx Cup standings, um, just you know, just keep grinding, man. Keep grinding at it. Hopefully, and I mean on this podcast. So that will be big, big, big the, things. The y'all listening, uh, we, I mean, the wheels are turning. We're we're working on getting him in on, on the podcast. We we've been in contact. We're working it. We're trying to work out schedules. Um, we wanted to give him the opportunity to really secure his spot. Um, but it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen soon. We're going to have him on, um, so stay tuned for that. Tweet at him. Let him know that you want to hear him on the on the podcast. He's also – he started his own podcast, so check that out as well. Um, it's called the Ripping It Podcast that, that he has. So I think he had Scott Van Pelt on here recently. Nice. So um, ch- check that out if you haven't. Um, but, yeah, like you said, it, it's nice to see um, some diversity. In golf, I mean, going back two weeks to Hideki Matsuyama winning the Masters. I mean, you're talking about diversity. I mean, just I believe just the second uh, person or Jap- Japanese player to yeah. um, win a I major. Think I, I think of Asian descent in general. Yeah, I think so. You might be right. And I mean, he's. So I mean that that's another I mean, but HV3 I mean if I've listened to him talk about where he's where he came from growing up in Gastonia, North Carolina, and really uh, hit his path to golf and playing golf all all through the summer and talking about that um, he's got a great story and he I mean his foundation the HV3 Foundation. Does a lot of good work on um, making golf more accessible to the the younger generation, to the youth. Um, for I mean, all of all races, um, but especially especially the the um, black race. I mean, just he's doing a lot of good work, and I, I love to see it. I love to see all the stuff he's doing and. He he really I mean he he he's just a all around good guy. I don't know how anybody could ever I mean he's he's one of the most likable guys on tour. Um you never hear anything bad about him. Um so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to having him on one day. We're gonna ha- we're gonna make it happen. Um it, it's gonna happen, it's gonna it's gonna be soon. Um hopefully Hopefully by uh, the end of the summer we'll be able to have HB3 on um, once the season maybe gets closer to an end and his uh, his schedule opens up a little bit more. We'll, we'll I mean these golfers man they they're busy they're so they're so busy. They, I mean if they have a tournament they get there on Monday they play a couple practice rounds they have the pro am that they have to play in then it all I mean then they have like, all that's like just before they that's all before they really go to work right um for the weekend and and so yeah it, it'll be nice hopefully uh we can get them on and 
we'll we're we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing at it. But tweet at him. Let him know you want him on the Boneyard Podcast. Uh, tag us, tag him, and hopefully that'll speed things up a little bit more. So yeah, um, do that if you want. If you want to hear HB3 on the Boneyard Podcast, the premier podcast of Pirate Nation, let him know um, so that he can become a true friend of the podcast. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And Jay, we're gonna switch gears just a little bit. We're going to talk about something that we can never really get too, too far away from, and that's ECU football. I know spring uh, camp is coming to a close here soon. The unofficial spring game is coming up. I forget the exact date of it, but I know it's coming up soon. Um, How do we feel about spring camp? How do we feel about ECU football moving forward? It's right around the corner, man. The season really is, you know, it it, it doesn't feel like it, but we're, 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 we're getting close slowly but surely. Yeah, I mean the the spring the unofficial spring game. They had one um this past week on on the 17th, but they're going to have another scrimmage inside Dowdy Ficklin. If you can get there, get to to the um unofficial spring game as we're calling it. Um I don't know if it has like an, an actual name. They're not calling it anything. Right. But they're going to do a scrimmage inside Dowdy Ficklin Stadium um and they're going to open it up to fans. And um, and media, I I unfortunately won't be able to attend. Already, I don't know if you've made that decision on whether you're going to go up there and, and try to get in. But um, but yeah, there there is a spring game going on now. Looking at the spring practice, uh, we had that we had that short pause, um, which is to be expected still in in the time that in the time that we're uh, living in. But from all the things that I've heard inside the program and listening to Coach Mike Houston speak and listening to some of the players talk in, in their post scrimmage uh, media availabilities. What what I'm gonna say is they they are really um, they're they're really showing that camaraderie that team teamsmanship I guess you would say. Um, so yeah, I, I think I, I think that we're seeing and I, we've said this plenty of times on the podcast before that we've seen the the transition into into a new beginning, right? And I think now we can actually say okay, yeah, this thing is this thing's really uh moving forward and I I'm I'm really excited for it. I'm I'm um glad to see that the culture has officially shifted from the Scotty Montgomery era era to uh to the Mike Houston era and and he's got these guys in check. Um, so yeah, now that's what I gotta say, and that's that's the biggest thing that I've gotten out of camp. Um, I know the defense is balling out right now in, in camp, but once again, you're you're playing the same guys every single day. Right. So um, I mean, until they get into some real game competition, you you never know. But I I, I like I like where our our team is headed right now. Yeah, I I I I, I agree with you. I, I like where we're headed. I like that. You know, we are finally, like you said, in the direction that Mike Houston wants us to be in. We are officially out of the Scotty Mo era completely. And, you know, you, you can tell by the attitude. You can tell by the the, the characters in the, in the in the locker room. Um, these guys want to win. And that's huge. You know, obviously that's huge. Obviously that's important. Um, but it but it starts there. It starts in the locker room. It starts with, you know, those those veteran leaders getting guys to buy in. You have to be able to buy into a certain product. 
Um, and, and this product is, is, is football and it's winning. And so um, he, he has created a winning atmosphere, even though we have not won a lot of games just yet. Um, and so for me, you know, springs look good. Campus look good. Uh, from from the videos that I've seen, you know, from from Facebook and Twitter, um, and even Instagram. But you know, honestly, that that first three game stretch that we have to start the season to me is really going to let us know what kind of team we have. Um, you know, with, with with App State, South Carolina, and then Marshall. That's that to me. That's really going to, you know, we're we're going to figure out where ECU was at this year <laughs> within the first three weeks before we even get into conference play. So. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for for this upcoming season. I'm excited to see what we have in store. I'm excited to see, you know, I really think this is going to be Houghton's breakout year. I think Houghton's really going to take over and try to not only put the conference on notice, but kind of put the nation on notice. He had a lot of, uh, you know, he had a lot of momentum coming into his career and hasn't really been what he's wanted it to be. I know that it hasn't really been what people have expected it to be. Um, but I, I truly believe this is going to be his season to kind of put on that Superman cape and, and take us to some new heights that we haven't seen in a, in a, in a, in a while. So um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy about camp. I don't know if I'm going to make it to the spring game. Um, I might be right there with you, Jay. I'm going to see if I can make it up there, but there's no promises. So. Yeah. That, I, I don't think that it would have been had, had everything gone out off as, as planned. Um, we would have both definitely been there. Um, but when they said, oh, no, we're not doing a spring game, uh, we our schedules kind of got booked up. And, guys, we, we don't we do not do this for a living, but we we do this as a hobby, and and uh, we, we enjoy doing it. So, unfortunately, I don't know if we'll be able to make it, but we'll, we'll, have, our, we'll have some people there that, that can uh, be our eyes and ears that, that we can talk to and, and get more information from them um, and, and secondhand like, so I, we can give it to, the, to you. I might still be there. It's not, it's not a definite that I'm not going to be there. It's not a definite that I will be there. I just got to figure out what it is that's going on this weekend. So, you know, it's not, uh, it's not single already living anymore. You know, I gotta, I, I gotta think for two now. So. <laughs> <laughs> is that serious? Wow. You heard it this here first, y'all. I, look, I will, I will let the people know it is serious. People already has a boo thing. And it's serious. Your boy, is, <laughs> your boy is falling. I'm not gonna lie to you. He falling. So now, has she, has she left? Has, has she left a review on <laughs> on the podcast? She hasn't left a review. But is that how you know? She she's listen. I think she said she listened to 16 or 17 episodes so far. So she's she's definitely Damn. she's all in. She's all in, man. I'm telling you, she's all in. That's good. That's uh, honestly, I could probably say that's more than what my wife listened to. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Artie, it, if you can't get down there, we're go. If if you're listening and you got a chance to get down there, go down there, have some fun, um, watch the boys, support the boys. That that's what that's what we're all about. We're we're a podcast for the fans. And we want we want all the fans to be able to make sure that they have the best experience possible. So yeah, go go to Dowdy Ficklin if you can get in this Saturday. Um, if your schedule is clear, go do it. I highly recommend it. If you've never been to a spring game, it is so much fun. It's so cool. It's so uh, interesting to see how kind of the scrimmages go in, in college football, especially uh, 
ones that are uh, close, starting to close out the spring camp. So yeah, go go do that. Um, so yeah, already that's all I gotta say about spring camp. Got you. Now, Jay, how long have we been on this episode? With thirty to thirty-five, going on forty minutes, maybe. I don't. I don't. Oh uh, yeah, we're 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 about we're about thirty minutes in. About thirty minutes in. Thirty minutes in. We haven't even talked about the in-season sport yet. We've been talking about all these sports that are out of season. How about we talk about the in-season sport? We talk about the best program on East Carolina's campus right now, which is ECU baseball. Top ten ECU baseball. I think they're number nine still in uh, D1 baseballs polls. Uh, they host UCF, I know, this week. They split with USF last week. Um, I know they had a little bit of a layoff, which sucked. I know they had that delay with Houston. So uh, let's let's get into a little ECU baseball. How are we feeling about that? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I feel, I feel pretty good about ECU baseball this weekend already. Um, I'm thinking it, it's at least going to be, a, hopefully, a series win. I mean, I don't, I don't like to talk in definite. Um, but I do think that it will be – I do think that um, if we don't win this series, like we said last time, that, that'll be a tremendous uh, – that'll be a tremendous setback or, or downfall. That, that's not something that we want to see. We can't – we don't want to see uh, any series losses in the American Athletic Conference because, honestly, the, the competition isn't – it isn't the greatest, especially – when you're playing the UCFs of the world right now, UCF was supposed to, I mean, there was, it was, uh, baseball America had UCF ranked and ECU not ranked in the preseason rankings. And, and now look, UCF is 17 and 19 and they split with USF last week. Like you said, um, I mean, UCF, they've got some good pitching, but I, I think that, the the little layoff it, the boys might be rusty so if anything they might they might drop one um, maybe on Friday but I, I don't I don't see uh, I, I don't see this series being too hard for the for the ECU baseball team to to overcome and uh, and really make some noise this weekend and uh, and hopefully they go for another sweep I mean that or what what are people calling it they're calling it a mop they're calling it the mop. Um, the mop. So yeah, I. That's yeah, already, well, already. You need to. You need to get. Don't be talking like that. That's our listeners that you're talking about. They're calling it the mop. When you win well, four games, when you sweep a four game series, that's a mop. Well, that's mop lame. job. That's lame. We could come up with something better than that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love our listeners, man. I do. I do. I love our listeners, but the mop. What? <laughs> Yeah, because you can't no, just no, call it a sweep. You gotta have some the vacuum. Oh, we, you want to hang just, a vacuum up on the we pole? Just, we just mopped them. Oh, we mopped them. That's that just sounds lame. We, Come on, now we could look. That's we that's mop, lazy. we mopped the floor with them. That's lazy. We can do better than that. Artie, we can do better well, than that, Pirate Nation. That's well, lazy. Artie, what, what would you call it? Let me let me let me brainstorm some ideas. I don't have none off the top. No, of the no, 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 no. Uh, sweep is way better than mop. What? Hey, what did you do this weekend? Oh, we just mopped them. We mopped them. You know, just just a just a nice weekend mop. Come on, Pirate Nation, y'all can do better than that. Y'all can do better than that. I think it was uh, 
friend of the podcast, Corey Glore, that came up with that. So Corey, Corey uh, Glore's <laughs> the man. Corey Glore's the man. All right. First and foremost. But we can do better than mop. <laughs> we can do better than mop. We can do better than that. Well, anyways, I, I hope that it is a four-game series sweep um, over UCF. That's what ECU needs. I mean, honestly, ECU shouldn't be losing games to American Athletic Conference teams. But like I've said before, anything can happen in baseball. You have one bad night or you have one stellar night from the opposition. I mean, that that's just what happens sometimes. And I, I, I'm i thinking that ECU is going to have a good shot at, at sweeping um, at le- or at least winning the series. So fingers crossed that that's what happens. But, yeah, it, it's tough to see how everything happened last week with the trip to Houston. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But, yeah, that that's that's all I'm going to say. I mean, they haven't announced the, the rotation yet. Granted, it, it is Monday night, so we should see more of how that's going to line up in, on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, how, how the boys are going to line up uh, for the, for the four-game set. And yeah. it, it was nice, even though they didn't get to play Houston, they were able to have a purple and gold scrimmage uh, down in Houston last week after they, the boys made the trek and, and weren't able to actually play a, a competitive game against an American Athletic Conference team. Yeah, and, and, and look, you know, obviously I, I would love to see a sweep, not a mop, but a oh. sweep. <laughs> <laughs> if, Doug, if, if, if that's what the people really want, I guess I can I guess I can get down with it. I'm not wearing no t-shirts or nothing like that, but I guess I can I guess I can get down with it. But um, you know, yeah, the 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 Houston cancellation that sucked. I know, I know, you know, we're we're gonna get into that a little later. I know that might be on on the docket for something else. Um but uh, get, you know, excited to to host UCF. You know, to me, we're kind of in the in the in the part of the season where we're kind of just you know, we're winning, we're winning. Yeah, we might drop one or two here or there. We're kind to me, we're just coasting. You know, we're we're, we're kind of coasting right now. We know what kind of team we are. We know what we expect. We know where we want to be. Um, I think we're just waiting for the the American Athletic Conference, uh, you know, tournament and 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 conference championship. But um, I, I know that this team still wants to creep into, you know, potentially the top five. I'd love to see it. Um, I've never seen an ECU baseball team in the top five, so I would love to see that, um, you know, maybe get to three, four in the nation. Um, so that would be cool. But I know we had some, uh, some Twitter questions on the Twitter. I do not have those pulled up, but I know you might have those pulled up. Uh, lucky for you, Artie. Uh... I do. Um, the first is from Pirate Vol 417. Um, also goes by the name of Matthew, I'm guessing, by, by his Twitter. Um, he says, season record projections for football. Well, Matthew, um, not going too, too deep into it. I think that, I, I do think that we, uh, See a see a team that either hovers around 500, might get over it, might. I, I think we're within a game of 500, so uh, give or take one game of 500, and uh, I think that's I think that's where we are right now. Um, we'll we'll do a we'll do a more of a season breakdown 
um, got later on as we get closer. To, we we can't we can't give everybody the what we can't give it all, all the way right now. We got to save some content no, no, I'm, I'm, for closer I'm gonna, to the football season. Well, he oh. asked, he asked for a record. I'm gonna give him a record. We got a full twelve game schedule, right? Yeah. We'll we'll break down our picks and why we have these picks later. But I'm saying five and seven. Five and seven. Okay. Five and seven. If I have, right, I'm gonna say six if and I six. Have, then if if, if 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 we're talking like that, then I'm gonna say six and six. I, I think that with the additions that uh, Coach Houston and staff have made, um, I, I think that. I, I think that we'll uh, – I, I think we'll we'll see some good stuff um, and we'll become bowl six eligible. Six the hell of a season. I'll be happy as hell we go 6-6. Six and six. That means you and we, me both. Especially that means we, beat a, we beat a few decent teams. <laughs> we go 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a so, bowl game. So. Um, then – so next question from Sideline TCU. What are realistic expectations for Blake Harrell's defense in year two? It's gonna it's gonna be uh Blake Harrell, friend of the podcast. Let me let me go ahead and say that. Absolutely. But I would say that a lot of the same. The the defense is gonna it's gonna be faster. Um I look for more turnovers, more forced turnovers this year. Um, then last year, I mean, I know that's kind of a cliche thing to say. Um, that, that's always kind of the goal. But I think with another year under his system, I think that the, the team is re- – that side of the ball is really balled in. And the camaraderie I was talking about earlier when we talked about spring practice, that I mean, that's where I think the most camaraderie is really happening. These guys are ball hawks, and they're pumping each other up. They're fired up all, every single snap. Um, just hearing how the coaches talk about them and talking to some of the other coaches off off, uh, off the record and hearing what they have to say. I mean, yeah, I, I think that the defensive side of the ball is the side of the ball that we, we actually might be best on this year. I, I think that for so many years we've been such a high-powered offense. I think this year the defense will really just stand out as the key part of this team. Now, what does that mean when you say that? Because it means that our, it our means defense, that if I say that, I, so instead uh, of giving up three to four hundred or four to five hundred yards a game, they're giving up three to four hundred, or instead of giving up thirty-five to forty points a game, they're giving up twenty-five to thirty. What, what, what are you talking about? What do you what do you mean? I I think they're going to be around that. Uh, Probably that twenty-four to thirty-five range as far as points go. Um, I, I think that they're going to be stronger and and uh, more mature when it comes to goal line defense and and be able to um, recognize things and and make more stops in, in those red red zone situations. Um, so that that's what that's what I think. Instead of giving up a, a touchdown every time the other team gets in the red zone. I think we'll see more um, more turnovers on downs and more field goals than than last year and in, in years in years past. Yeah, I, I 
I think our defense will be better. I don't think they'll be there. I don't think they'll be the best unit either. I think I still think our offense will be the better unit, but I think our defense will be better. Um, I, I absolutely believe that we're going to have ball hawks. We had ball hawks last year. We're going to have ball hawks again this year. We're going to have a high turnover rate. Um, so I'm very, very excited about that. I love a good push. I love a good front seven. I know that our front seven is improving. I'm not really too sure how our D line looks. Um, I know our linebackers are very athletic. I know they're getting a lot better. Um, but if we can get off the field on third downs, I, I think that's really the main thing. I, I can't tell you how many times we got killed on third downs last year. We, we, you know, we'd force these offenses in the third and five, third and six, third and seven, and we just couldn't get off the field on third down and had these prolonged drives in which the defense got gassed. And that's really how we got hurt. And so if, if we can make that jump to where we can improve a whole hell of a lot on third downs and just getting off the field on top of those turnovers, I think we'll put ourselves in a good position. But I, I do think the defense will be better. Um, and Blake Harrell is only going to get better with his defense as he, you know, stays the D coordinator at ECU. And along those lines, I mean, last year, I mean, it was kind of a – the way things kind of worked out it with with COVID and everything, I mean, you didn't have a full summer camp, didn't have a full spring. Coming into the season, it, it was, I mean, coming into the season, you could tell not all these guys were, uh, were game ready. Right. And I think, I think that they're going to, now they're going to be, uh, they're going to have better conditioning. I think they're going to be more, um, ready to start the season this year. So I think year two, no matter what, is going to be a better year under under uh, Coach Blake Carroll. Absolutely, and I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And then the third question, um, kind of a fun question from ECU Pirate Nation at ECU PIR8 Nation. Uh, friend of the podcast, uh, he goes, have you booked your, your travel arrangements for Omaha? Uh, oh, yeah? Not yet. That's how we feel? Not yet. But when it comes, we will we will do our best to make it happen. So, yes, we want to be there. We're, uh, we're hoping that that's the fate. We're hoping that we can uh, we can get there. So not yet, but if it happens, we will be there. We will find a way. Okay, okay, for real, for real though, Jared, for real. If we actually make it to Omaha, are you going? I, I mean, yeah, I'm down. When we were 90 feet away. I didn't ask you were down. I said, are you going? If if I can swing it and I can make it work with uh, – the the schedule and and the wifey signs off on it, mm. and I am there. That might be a once in a lifetime kind of thing, though, Jay. I know, but I luckily I've got a luckily I've got a good wife who loves me and cares deeply about me and knows the things I'm passionate about. So hopefully, she will uh, give me the go ahead and and uh, and give me the green light to go. So. Um, as long as that happens, then yes, I am there. Okay. 
I'm 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 with you though. I I agree. The finance has got to be right. I got to make sure nothing else is going on, which probably will guys be going on. But because guys, we're gonna if we go, we're paying our way to get there. We don't have somebody exactly. We we don't we don't have a bigger company that funds this podcast that says, oh yeah, we're we're sending you there to cover this game. No, everything that we do, it comes right out of our own pockets. So we're just like we're just like all of you listening at home or on the road or wherever you're listening to this. So, I mean, hopefully we can, we can swing it, but I mean, we, we are, I mean, both Artie and I, we're still young college grads and with, with loans to pay off and do this out of the goodness of our hearts. We're not, we're not the 40 year olds that uh, have three kids and a mortgage and uh, don't have any debt or anything like that. So we're, uh, it, it can, it can be tight for us youngins. Um, <laughs> you ain't lying about that though. You was not lying, brother. So, so yeah, we we, we try we try to be as uh, as I don't even know the word. We 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 try to be as frugal as possible, but also do what we can to uh, to support these teams. But yes, I want to be there. When we were ninety feet away at at Texas Tech, I was looking up flights. I was looking up hotels i was looking up the route in case i had to drive hell i was willing to hitchhike to get to omaha so but at that time i didn't have i wasn't answering for two when it came to finances i was only answering the one right right and that was right. myself i, so, I yeah. tell you what though but if, if if we can swing it i know we'll definitely try and beat her i know that i mean if we can swing it and cover it as media, which we should be able to, yeah, that that make, that makes it a little bit easier. That does make it a little bit easier to to figure it out. And, and another thing, whether I'm homeless or and not, part, all I know part, is, e, go ahead. I was just saying, EC Part Nation, if you want to fund our trip, <laughs> we, we'd be happy to let you do that. And I and I will say this: whether I'm homeless or not. When ECU goes to Ann Arbor in 2023, I will be there. So I do know that one half of the Boneyard podcast will be in Ann Arbor at the start. We'll both be there, of brother. The 2023 season. I don't. I, if I have to walk from from North Carolina to Ann Arbor, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm I'm going to that game. I will be there, and I will have good seats. That's all I know. We'll, we'll both be there. We'll both be there. <laughs> But I think that was all the true uh, questions that we have for the night, unless we had another one. That, that's it. That's it. Jared, you got a yeah. uh, you got to walk the plank this this uh, this fine week, sir. It's about that time. Uh, yeah, I've had I've had some time to think about them. Um, first off, I'm going to tell the American Athletic Conference to go ahead and walk the damn plank. The University <laughs> of Houston, you can walk the damn plank yourself too. Uh, the way that y'all did ECU baseball last week, dodging them. And, uh, I mean, it came out early in the week that the, the series might be off. Um, Creighton had their, se- their series canceled. Can't, can't remember who they were supposed to play. Their series was canceled. We could have scheduled a, a non-conference series and played four games and at least gotten some wins, more wins to help our – our ranking in, in college in the college baseball rankings. Yeah. But no, they, they said no, we're we're gonna have the 
We're going to have the series down in Houston. And ECU flew down there on Thursday in preparation for a four-game set against the Houston Cougars. And then on uh, on Thursday evening, I believe we flew down on Wednesday, and on Thursday evening or Thursday afternoon, they were told, oh, yeah, series is canceled. Sorry. Like, what the hell? What do you mean it's canceled? We flew all – and ECU isn't your UCF. It's not your Houston. It's not one of these schools that has just a shit ton of money laying around to spend on a, a chartered flight to Houston and not play any games. Right. So knowing ECU's financial situation, and I mean, we, we cut two sports because of it. I mean, that's that, – that, to me, that is it, – it wasn't handled properly, and I'll, I'll just leave it at that. I don't know who dropped the ball, but somebody dropped the ball, and they dropped it big time. Um, and it, luckily it didn't hurt ECU too badly in the rankings, but it didn't help them at all. Um, and you would think that the conference would want to help ECU and help, honestly, their uh, prized possession when it comes to college baseball do uh, – all that they can to to beef up their their ranking and beef up their resume so that they can have a sh- shot at uh, getting a better seed and making the, a trip to Omaha so that Artie and I can go on ECU Pirate Nation's dime, right? Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, Houston, American Athletic Conference, whoever did it, whoever dropped the ball, you can walk the damn plank. You messed up. I concur. I concur. You, you got you got nothing else to add? That's it. That that's all I gotta say about about that one. I, I got another walk the plank, and we'll we'll talk about that in a minute too. But I'll, I'll let you do, I'll let you do your next one or yours. I I guess I'll go ahead and uh, I'll take the classiest uh, the classiest fans in the world. That would be <laughs> that would be the New York Yankees. The fans of the Yankees, the just the classiest of all fans. So if you haven't heard, uh, the Yankees are not playing too well right now, and they were they suck. World, they were a World Series favorite when the season started. They're they're still a favorite, and look, the Yankees will get it together. They're too talented not to get it together. They will get it together, but right now they suck. And their fans let them know that after a game in which they got blown the hell out. I think it was Tampa Bay they got blown out to, uh, which, you know, good team. But the fans got upset. They started throwing. What, what did they throw, Jared? Was it, was it actual baseballs themselves or was it just trash? It was actual baseballs. It was. <laughs> That's just gold. That's. I mean, we're, we're, we're not we're not talking about Philly throwing batteries at. Santa. <laughs> We're talking about fans throwing baseballs. Tampa Bay Rays. They are throwing legit oh, baseballs at these players onto the field out of frustration and because their team. The, the, there's nothing that Tampa Bay did wrong, but their team is playing like some booty butt cheeks, and so now they want to get upset. 
And because they're from New York City, they think that they can just go out and act her. What the hell they want? You there? To. No. You still gotta have to be an adult. I don't care that you've had a few, you know, mixed beverages or a few drinks. Have a little class, show a little decorum, be upset with your team, show, not the other team for whooping your that's ass. A good word. So Yankee, Yankees fans walk the damn plank and you should be ashamed of yourself. And that's all I, I mean the Yankees used to be the Yankees used to be known as one of the most classiest fan bases in class um well outside of like the bleacher creatures that they have out in right field it's always been seen seen as a i mean no i mean did you th- those guys ble- are like the jungle bleacher creatures already look it up it, it, it's a real thing <laughs> okay so I got, so I got, I got, I, mean, I got, I got bleacher creatures, and I got getting mopped. All right, Artie, it's a real thing. Like <laughs> you're laughing, real thing. Like they hustle. I didn't say it was a real. I believe it. That's just funny. Yeah. So, but them, I mean, they've always been a classy organization. They, I mean, yeah, I think that their policy like that you have to have a certain haircut or that you have to shave your face every day or whatever is outdated. But I mean, they've always been a classy organization for the most part. I mean, but now you've got them throwing baseballs at the opposing team. Gosh, like y'all can walk the man. That must have been all the Yankees fans from uh, Long Island. At the stadium that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I will what I will say, Artie, and this this is a a common saying around baseball, especially major league baseball, is you can't win the division in April. Right. But you can damn sure lose the division in April. So I mean I, I believe they're five and ten right now. Mm-hmm. Red Sox are off to a hot start. The Tampa right now that it's lining up that the Red Sox will win that division if all goes kind of how it's going right now. So that I mean that that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. But staying with MLB baseball, what I will say is their replay system is absolute garbage. It's trash. Alec Bohm. Trash. Alec Bohm, Philly still hasn't touched the plate from two weeks ago or over a week ago. He got tagged out at home. Marcelo's doing a 77-mile-per-hour throw from left field, one of the slowest throws I've ever seen. Beat him. Travis Darnot tagged him. They called him safe on the play, and then they still couldn't get it right on Damn. replay. So like I'm not I'm, watching that replay. And they still got it wrong. What's the point? The, the, What's the point of taking that long? And you clearly I, knew uh, what the right call was, and you still got it wrong. I I and I know it's probably biased, but I watched it in real time when I watched it live. I said he didn't touch the plate. I saw him not touch the plate. Like I didn't see him ever touch the plate. 
And I, I saw that, and I was like, well, how can I see that? But the ump doesn't. But at the same time, I'm not putting this on the ump. He did his job. But, but going to the replay, if you have replay and you're going to use it, at least get it right. Right. I don't, I don't care. Care. If you don't have replay and you get it wrong here and there, that's baseball. But if you're going to use replay and you're going to take so much time to try to figure it out and you're still going to get it wrong, there's no point in it. And you're just wasting everybody's time and you're wasting a bunch of money. So go ahead and walk the damn plank. MLB replay. Well, guys, uh, we're, we're going to end it on that. Sorry, the uh, our audio cut out at the last second um, right as we were ending the show. Uh, so, yes. Please uh, leave, leave a review. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, be back with you next week for episode 55. Five, five. So uh, talk to you soon. Peace out, Pirate Nation.